sometimes I'd like to do this Google search and I'm going, mm-hmm. why are vegans? And then it fills in the blank. Younger looking. They do. No, no, it's okay. Okay. I'm going to do it right now and I'll tell you why are vegans annoying? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, I'll do one. I'll do one. Why hated are so vegans, hated, fat, yeah, annoying, vegan, hated, so hated, fat, against honey, so judgmental, so gassy. Ah, but the last one, finally, a little redemption, so attractive. Okay, so let's ignore <laughs> the, 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 the first 10. <laughs> the ten. Yeah, let's just take, you know what? It's called selective listening. There's got to the be first more. Nine Why are just uh, bitter? How I've never come done that search. Vegans don't eat honey, don't eat eggs. I, I want to try auto completing you. Um okay, let's try that. Okay. What's next? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to auto complete you. Uh Oh, you're just going to put my name down? No. No, no. Cartali Ian is is he married? Is a lawyer? Is an attorney? Israel. Israel. Okay, great. That's good. Well, you know what? Someone wants to know if you're married. You know, you have a lot of followers. He's taken, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. I was being mercilessly attacked online for the last, I don't know, four or five days. Mercilessly? And there were people defending me. It was very nice. But some of them were defending me like, oh, he's a nice family man. He's not evil. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them are like, he's a nice family man. Gosh darn it. It's been weird. I've been on like the firing line yes. in a lot of different ways. And uh, it's been a weird few days. You know, the, the energy, I think there's a lot of, I don't know, animosity, anger, bubbling A lot of B vibes. A lot of different reasons, uh, political and other things. We're going through dark times in these United States of America and the world. Yeah, so they decided to go ahead and attack me online mercilessly. I, I, you know, I have to ask, are we on like a path to extinction? Because if you were to extrapolate some of the data <laughs> that that we've been generating over the last century, it would imply that we are in fact on a path to extinction. And I don't think we really have the technology to start like colonizing Mars in any like scale yet. So we, we really might have be Scrooged. I'm sure all the petroleum companies are going to help us. They're going to escape to, like, the moon. Well, this is not that kind of podcast today. Today, we're going to be talking about meat. Meat? Eat? Okay, first of all, this is kind of old news, but maybe not old news, because it's kind of new news, because they won some big award for it. But it's something that I never heard of. What? This is from the Bro Bible. <laughs> well, a, a resoundingly great news source, the I Bro Bible. I am scraping the bottom of the Scra- internet for you've, you guys. You've, you've already <laughs> covered CNN, like Fox, <laughs> CNBC. We're down to the Bro Bible. So wait, the, wait, is the Bro Bible this thing where it's like how to pick up babes? How to yeah, like, yeah. The articles you know, how to, to pick up babes by pretending you're a vegan. Is it really? No, no. I'm okay, because I I could imagine that would be a thing. No, no, no. This was actually. But I, I, I can't pick up babes, and I am a vegan, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, you're I, you're. He has some slick moves. I've seen him at the karaoke place, <laughs> like throwing down the rhythm. Yeah. So anyway, 
uh, I actually saw this in a, a couple different places, but I felt felt like I, the Bro Bible had a link to the video, so I just decided that this is like it's not even an article; it's just like a simple post. Holistical, bizarre vegan burger that tastes like human flesh wins prestigious award. Wow! A Swedish food company called Oomph has created a plant-based vegan burger that tastes like human flesh. You realize we're all getting scammed. No, sorry. Go ahead. Read your press release. But uh, I can see how this is the cleverest marketing ploy on earth. No, Nobody knows what, hu- other than like a few cannibals, nobody knows what human flesh tastes like. And if anyone raises their hand and says, that doesn't taste like human flesh, they've just outed themselves as a cannibal. So it can taste like chicken or whatever you want, and you can just claim it tastes like human flesh, and no one is going to contradict you. Well, not just that. They won a marketing award. So it's like exactly. obviously it's it's like, this is genius. They, they figured it, it out that nobody knows what flesh so tastes clever. like. It's so clever. It's like that. Isn't it Stephen King like the small penis rule? You know, it's like they <laughs> you can slander someone, and in the description you say, and they have a small penis. So if anyone says like you're, that's a description of me, they're admitting to having a small penis. Or they admit that you saw it somehow. Yeah. Well, regardless. Uh, yeah, this is, it doesn't taste like Actually, it tastes like whatever. It you know I we we didn't even we didn't even look up carnivores. You know the first thing in Google when you look up carnivore, first thing is small penis. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the marketing for the burger just won an award at the Cannes Festival of Creativity. That is actually the a S thing. Is silent. The can I know I just I don't know I'm reading it. I've been to Cannes. Have you been to Cannes? I have not. Okay, well, I've been to Cannes. I, I wasn't invited there. I was crashing. I, I'm not, I will not set foot in, in like Cannes, Sundance, any of these places until I have a film playing there. So you're going to have a film playing there? No, it just unless I have a film playing there, I'm never going there. It's too painful. Well, no, you need to go there and, and like, you know, kind of have something be nice. to aspire like, hey, to. Hey, look, I'm a happening guy. Re- and then remember to- when we, we went to like the you know the junior toronto indie film festival and then we sort of explored the real toronto festival and felt really small you know you can make so many rules and 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 that can you know no, that, that's that can true take, that, can, that can encumber your success Mike you Keller. might be right you might be right jason cartalian i mean I, i'm a guy I'll with a big personality okay you sure as hell you are know, some mousy guy who's a good filmmaker you know, could be at whatever the TIFF or Sundance and, and, and be all quiet in the room. And I'm some guy who crashes the party and like that guy's got something going, you know? That guy's I could got be like pizzazz. the worst hack He's in the got world. Moxie. But that little wallflower guy in the corner. That little withering butterfly. Just it's just about getting out there in the world. You gotta get out of your apartment, Mike Keller, and see the world. Okay. Fair enough. You've convinced me. Okay. I will go to Cannes, even if I'm not invited. If you ever had a hankering for a human meat burger, then the folks over at the Swedish plant-based Oomph has just got the thing for you. The burger, which is plant-based and therefore vegan, uh, well, yeah, isn't actually made of human flesh. Uh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I'm going to have to derail us yet again. Is there an ethical issue with someone culturing one human cell ethically harvested from a person into like a lab culture of like 
you know, labs cannibal meat. Because there was a story that I saw in Veg News that was interesting about how they cultured the cell of a woolly mammoth. And they made woolly mammoth meat. Mammoth meat. And that captured my imagination. That's why I figured, like, we'd start with something ridiculous like this human meat thing. But that is an interesting ethical thing. What if someone has a problem and they are a cannibal and... And this allows them to eat humans. They're a responsible, ethical cannibal. Right. We can provide them with human meat for... (laughs) It's possible. Yeah, I guess. It also reminds me of, you know, Henrietta Lacks? She, she uh, without her consent, had some cells taken from her, and they've been used in lab testing for generations upon generations upon generations. Okay, so we found a solution for the cannibals. We could, they can go ahead right. and culture, culture humans. Cannibal meat. This is the oomph award-winning commercial that they did that won all the marketing awards. We turn plants into any mouth-watering meat you can imagine. This Halloween, we bring you the scariest plant-based food ever. Plant-based human meat. So be scared, but relax. Because it's plant-based. There's a difference between, let's say, like plant-based and cultured meat. Yes, a very distinct difference. One is from the animal kingdom and one is from the uh, what vegetable kingdom, <laughs> plant kingdom. I don't know whether or not a lot of this cultured meat situation is real or just hype. And here's another thing. I mean, you know, you got you have this company that's pretending to make human flesh now you have a a company that supposedly has made meat from a extinct creature (laughs) next they're going to do like jurassic park like dinosaur meat so yeah so this is from veg news this precision fermentation startup made vegan woolly mammoth meat and it's just the beginning oh European startup Paleo uses precision fermentation to produce bioidentical animal-free hem proteins that recreate the taste and smell of meat, including beef, chicken, pork, and woolly mammoth, which has been I extinct mean, it, for 3,000 years. If you really want to be on a paleo diet, I think you have to eat this mammoth meat. <laughs> but I was looking at a lot of videos. I saw a lot of the like the usual suspects. And a lot of these guys are the Silicon Valley, what I consider people that are little... P.T. Barnum overpromise, underdeliver. Well, uh, Josh Tietrich, he's been really promoting lab-grown meat. My understanding is that's what they're actually aiming for. Like, the, you know, the, the Just Egg product is just to cr- generate money for their real main event, which is lab meat. Yeah, the the only thing is, is that lab-grown meat has been around for a considerable amount of time. But not at scale, not at any, like, way to, you know, not at any, like, mass production scale. Okay, so what do you think about lab-grown meat? Like, do you feel like we're on the precipice of some kind of revolution, or is it going to be some crypto thing? 
No, it's real because it's actual animal flesh, but no sentient creature had to die. I'm so all for it. I understand that that's something that we can look forward to. You know, uh-huh. cruelty-free meat. You know, sure. Some people want to eat meat well, and so they're into it. So what are you it. asking? Well, I'm asking whether or not this thing is actually real or not. In the history of all new technologies, think like televisions, microprocessors, whatever, it starts out small, rare, expensive, and hard to do. And then the more and more people do it, the more they're able to innovate, the more they're able to scale up, and then the more they're able to like crank it out at an affordable price point in mass. Mike Keller, you know that microprocessors are a scam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I understand that, but you can also say that the people around it are opportunists, per se. You could say that about people who des- developed automobiles, like televisions, whatever. I don't care who they are. I don't care who the people are. This technology, its time has come, and it's uh, and it's going to change the world for the better, and there's no stopping it. That's my that's my opinion. Any given technology, there's going to be like false starts. There's going to be charlatans. There's going to be vaporware. I'm not saying like XYZ company promises this and on this date. I'm not saying they're going to deliver what they promise on that date. I'm saying as a broader technological trend over time, and I don't know how much time, this thing is happening. The listeners aren't going to see this, but you made like a dramatic pause and then you kind of like waved your fingers. Like, like This and, is like my you- TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> so have this you invested a- in lab-grown meat? I actually do have um, some shares of a couple, like Meat Tech, I think. And I, you know, obviously, like as discussed, uh, a lot of these companies are not performing well in terms of like price action. But I'm just going to hold and hope for the best. And maybe you'll be a meat millionaire. A millionaire. I'm not investing in them for the money. I'm investing in them for, you know, just because I believe in them. And it's not a lot of money. You know, it's a small purchase. If a piece of lab-grown meat was put in front of you, would you just go ahead and I'm going to try it? I have no ethical qualm against eating it as long as no sentient creature had to suffer. I think it might be gross. Like, it would give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know about it. But, you know, I, I don't have an ethical reason not to. So if I was, like, sufficiently incentivized to do it, I would do it. I mean, the other thing is whether or not you could tell the difference. Like, if you see some, someone says this is lab-grown meat, and they hand oh, it to you. Oh, like, do you trust them? If it's so identical to animal flesh. You just asked two questions. One was like a broad ethical question, like uh, you know, like the trolley problem sort of thing, and then the other one was a matter of execution. No, I'm saying these are separate things. One is like, do you have an ethical issue with the principle behind it, or? And the other one is, do you believe do you like you can people? trust the like the practitioners of this technology? And th- those are separate questions. But you know, as for the latter question, as as we always say, trust but verify. Suspect them and respect them. That's my my mom taught me that one. When I go to Trader Joe's, like, and I buy something at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. they actually have something that's interesting. It's like it's usually taped to the register table. You look down and it says, this romaine lettuce had shards of plastic. Please return uh, it. Oh, recall notices. Yeah, yeah. Or this ramen had actually had chicken in it. You know, we're sorry yes. about it. Return it. Like, like, mm-hmm. like literally it had animal product in it. You're saying the supply chain is imperfect. Accidentally, sometimes we consume animal product without our knowledge. 
because of the way the supply chain is. And so if this lab-grown meat is identical, how do we know anymore whether or not it's animal You meat? just need to see video evidence of that, that exact piece of lab meat. You know, they'll, do, they'll design some kind production. of futuristic-looking seal. They'll put, mm-hmm. oh, it's got the seal. It's of got approval. the hologram. It's got the hologram. No, you you know what they'll do? They'll actually culture the meat in a certain like w- like weird like hexagonal pattern or something that just doesn't a- occur in nature, so that you know the shape is like lab meat shape. The meat will be in a pentagram shape, right? Yeah, you know because of it's all satanic vegans, you know, meat. We're yeah, into that type of stuff. Totally. And eating human flesh. So, what companies are you investing in, and what are the companies that? You think these lab crump companies that you feel like are up and coming? I think the best thing to do if you just believe in the vegan space is to get an ETF so you don't have to like pick and choose winners and losers. Because I, I personally would not presume to have the background or the patience or the knowledge, you know, to to do that. Some PT Barnum guy says, yes, we're making, you know... Beef out of water. And, they, and you read an article and I go, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give this guy money because yeah, he's a good D.T. Barnum guy. No, I did that, you know, once or twice. But see, I, I got the EATV advice. It's like an ETF just for uh, different vegan things, including uh, some some lab meat. But I also have one called MITC. That's Meat Tech, 3D printed meat. Uh, you know, my shares are down. But <laughs> since I bought them, but uh, I just thought it was an interesting company. Did they give company. you a Meat and, Tech shirt? No, they didn't. I think Meat Tech was the first publicly traded um, 3D printed lab meat company. And that's what kind of, I was like, that was, at the time, that was like all you could get. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Well, is there a difference between, let's say, 3D printed meat and then... Yeah, well, sure. There, there, you could have 3D printed plant meat or you could have 3D printed cells. So, you know, it, it could be 3D printed. You, some One company is doing, like, 3D printing the shape of a steak with actual steak cells, you know, beef cells. You're talking about cow using cells. FBS. Okay, so there's a thing called FBS. It's fetal bovine serum, and it comes uh-huh. from the inside of a, of a pregnant cow. And they're Ooh. able to take those cells and turn them into... Oh, they're like stem cells. Yeah, they're like stem cells. But though, but I, I, a lot of the, um, the newer companies are getting away from FBS because yeah. they because obviously it causes cruelty. To, they're actually killing, right? You know, pregnant cows for the for their cells. No, to my knowledge, what I was actually talking about was that you know they're using the cultured lab cells that aren't necessarily stem cells. They're just the you know the regular technology and it's just they're trying to make the marbling and the you know the texture of the the steak through 3d printing method you know like they'll print some layer of the muscle cells and then they'll print a layer of fat just like the fat marbling i know our friend josh tetrick one day i'll meet him yeah and like throw, <laughs> throw a, a pie a in my face him. but but yeah, our friend josh tetrick he actually I guess his his lab grown chicken per se comes from a feather or comes from right. a piece of a chicken. So they don't kill the chicken, but they'll I guess get a skin biopsy or something and then they the Yeah, skin. like they just chase after the chicken and when it drops a feather they pick it off the ground. 
I don't know. I saw the feather. It looks like they pulled it. They got a nice juicy feather off that bird. Well, I mean, wouldn't you let they let someone pull one of your hairs in order to culture your meat <laughs> so that other humans don't have to die? You know, there are an army of Jasons right now that have been yeah. cultured. <laughs> you, cultured you know, the world needs more swarthy Armenians to walk the surf. Swarthenians? <laughs> yes, yes. There's going to be a just a, just a whole army of TikTok creators out there doing stuff. They're going to go in different directions. Some of them will be like Jason engineers. Some of them will be, you know, like sailors. <laughs> <laughs>